Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Dan, who's known around the YouTube community as Full Value Dan. 是的，今天我们邀请到一位专门分享加密货币相关内容的 YouTuber 网红 Dan 来跟大家聊货币投资。My guest today is American, but has been living in Taiwan for a few years now. He is a full-time YouTuber, lover of learning new things. Getting the most value for himself and for you, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome Dan. Hi there, I'm Dan.、I've、got a YouTube channel, Full Value Dan, and here to talk about life, crypto, language, and what else we, whatever else we can fit、uh, during this、uh, show. Thank you for that intro. I love it. True content creator、yeah. right there. Yeah, lot to talk about today. Some of my favorite topics, including financial responsibility, financial independence. But never financial advice. <laughs> But never financial advice. That yeah, is right.、Yeah. What a plug! The plug、yeah. of 2020 through 2021. Yeah, I feel. it's like just opinions. Yeah. Yeah, opinions. Yeah. So you have created a very successful YouTube channel focusing on just how you have added value to your life. Shout out to Full Value Dan as、mm-hmm. the plug. And recently, I'd say in the past four, five, six months, maybe you've really been focusing on crypto, crypto education.、Mm-hmm. The language around crypto and how to kind of keep everyone in the know about all the changing projects. So, Dan, thanks for、uh, for joining us here on the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. So, I loved your intro, but yeah, can you give a little bit of an introduction again about yourself and and what your YouTube channel is about? Okay, so for myself, I create、uh, finance and crypto content on YouTube. Uh, it originally started as just a, a dumping ground for videos from my travels, and then maybe a travel vlog, and that kind of evolved into finance. And a lot of people have been interested in cryptocurrency. That's something I know about. My friends have been asking about it, so I started creating videos with my friends in mind, so they would stop asking me, and I could just redirect them to something that was a great resource. People found it, people loved it, and I just started creating more content. Yeah, I love that, and. It's so great because it is that organic growth, and you are already creating this kind of for yourself,、mm-hmm. in the sense of you were always hunting for deals. So yes, it started like you said. Well, it started with your travel videos, but evolved from what I saw anyway with your history was it evolved into like great deals for you know airlines and credit cards and. Yeah, that's been one of my big passions for over the past decade. That's how I became financially responsible. I used to have a lot of debt. Used to go out all the time. Use credit cards very irresponsibly. Then I found out how to take advantage of those promotions, leveraging that you know U.S. citizenship. Those U.S. finance deals are super, super generous. Where you know you'll get a bunch of frequent flyer miles, hotel points. Bank points when you sign up for a credit card, and there are a lot of rules to it. But if you know the right strategy, you can get、uh, full value from it, take advantage of it, and then you can、um, use that same strategies with、uh, crypto, like find the best deals, find the best projects, and、uh, that's how you get to that point where you become like financially comfortable, secure, and、uh, in the long term, you get that passive income from investing, and you don't really have to do that much. Yeah, well, well said, and. There's a lot to be learned, and YouTube has just been such an incredible resource for you and I, I know, and so many of us. 
And it's just a wonderful new kind of paradigm shift into the way people can learn. Mm -hmm. And so I love what you're doing. Focusing on crypto right now, mm -hmm. what have you found in terms of education in the sense of how you learn about crypto that maybe you can help our audience, you know, because crypto and Bitcoin and, and NFTs, they're such buzzwords. Yes. But is there anything you can share from your learning over the past few years? So I learned that people don't understand market cap. They don't understand uh, the price of the coin and what that really means. They'll see like, oh, this is significantly less than a penny. It must be a good buy. It's not. <laughs> Two, it doesn't really do that much. There are better projects in this space or, you know, something like SHIB. SHIB got a lot of attention because of Doge and like, oh, let's invest in the next dog related coin. And uh, the project really doesn't have as much value as something like building in the crypto space. So I wouldn't say that it's a bad coin to invest in. You're really investing in the community and that they would be the loudest community to drive up that price. So that's what I've learned. I actually made a video in January that you should not buy Dogecoin while it was three cents. And then Elon Musk kept pumping it and then it went up. So I've been wrong in the past. And what I learned from that is that community matters and just having like big figures in on your side of that uh marketing does make a big difference and uh it depends on how you invest uh there are easier strategies when you just invest in a good project like anything in the luna ecosystem but uh you know it, it all takes time to learn and get comfortable with it's it's uh very intimidating for new investors yeah yeah well well said the power of community right there mm -hmm. and the power of DYOR, do your own research, is empowering so many millennial investors. Yes. And this term of being an investor, I think, is actually in its own shift because people just want to f learn. They right. want, you know, they want to think about how c they can increase their their money. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if you do enough research, you learn about something, that's how you get the edge in investing. So everyone can be empowered. They just have to do their own research to the point where they can form their own opinion. They can compare it to a couple other projects and then they can see the potential. Most of the time, they're not going to find it. And in my experience, like 90, 95% of the time when looking into a new project, it's not as good as something I've already found. Well, well said. So thinking about the future of Full Value, Dan, what do you want to be focusing on with your own content creation? Uh, I still make pro uh, videos about, you know, projects I'm interested, but I am interested in helping the newer investor. I get a lot of people asking, like, how do I get started? And I'm like, I don't know how to answer that. That's like, I've said this many times, but I think some people just need to um, walk through it with someone. They need like a class. So I might do more classes, maybe like once a month. And uh, it's not really about the money. I kind of want to do this to get more people involved, but I'd also like to generate uh, funds for charity. So um, that's something I'll, I'll be working on for the next month. And I think that's a great way to get people to learn and to get involved in helping other people. I love that. What a humble man. Yeah. And great time for, you know, the start of 2022 and Chinese New Year. I think that's a beautiful thing. And so taking control of your financial understanding is so, so important. I can't stress that enough. And so I love what you're doing. Thank you. 节目上半段一开始，这里谈到说，其实来宾他的频道当初只是一个可以让他放各种生活啦、旅游影片的地方。后来发现，哎，大家对理财和加密货币的主题好像还蛮有兴趣的哦。那刚好自己在这方面也有都有涉略。
好有一些相关的知识，那周遭的亲朋好友也都会跟他请教相关问题，所以才会想说，不然干脆来做这类的影片好了，反正观众喜欢看嘛，而且这样以后如果有谁有问题的话，就可以直接去看影片，就不用再一直来问他。那他之所以会钻研理财和货币的领域，其实是因为以前呢，常常都爱乱刷卡，导致就欠了一屁股卡债。一直到后来发现，其实可以好好利用信用卡公司提供的优惠方案，好来理财赚点数啊，赚免费机票或是饭店住宿等等，才慢慢摆脱卡债，变得比较经济独立。只是因为办卡常常也都会有很多规则条款啊、条件等等的，所以我们也是要先弄清楚规则之后再做决定。好，那同样道理，加密货币也是这样子，只要我们弄懂游戏规则，就也可以挖宝，可以自己找一些划算的货币买卖或者投资，好，进而呢帮自己创造被动收入，得到财富自由。几个字跟大家介绍一下。被动收入这个词啊，相信各位应该也不陌生。但是要怎么用英文来表达嘞？我们可以说 passive income。好，那财富自由、经济独立的话，除了一般常听到的 financial independence， 也可以把它改成 financially independent。好，或是像来宾讲的这个 financially comfortable。另外，这个字 deal d e a l， 好，各位大概也都蛮熟悉的。但是在这里，它是在表达划算、便宜、优惠的概念哦。例如刚才访谈里面来宾说 ，find the best deals， 好，就是捡便宜、找最划算、最优惠的价格这样子。其他我们在课本上可能常常会看到的意思，还有像是处理某事，或是对付某人、跟某人打交道，好，对不对？像是 deal with something or deal with somebody。好 ，deal 这个字，它意思很多，不管是你玩牌要发牌，还是毒品交易 （drug dealing） 都跟它有关。只是我们因为时间关系，没有办法跟它一一说明。如果有问题的话呢，可以在底下留言，或是上网查字典哦。好，回归正题，如果听众朋友你刚好是加密货币新手，对一偷拉库的 NFT 新兴行话用字这些 buzzwords。好，或是可能像是交易技巧等等，对这些都摸不着头绪，不知道怎么下手的话呢？这边来宾建议你可以先从加入社群开始去好了解整个运作方式。不要说哎，一刚开始接触虚拟货币，看到这个多吉币啊，好，他们说的这个 Dogecoin， 或是有人讲 Dogecoin， 好，看它便宜到不行就手到买下去，不要哦哈，要像这样刚刚讲的这个 DYOR。Do your own research. 自己要做功课，要知道是怎么一回事之后再做下一步。但如果你真的就是怎么做功课、怎么读资料，就是读不懂的话呢，也没有关系。我们来宾点他之后，计划会线上开课，手把手教你怎么在虚拟货币的世界里闯出自己的一片天。所以有兴趣的听众朋友，记得多关注来宾 YouTube 频道 Full Value Dan 的最新消息哦。好啦，那这段内容就先在这边告一段落。我们赶快继续听下半段的分享。Thinking about you as a content creator, what really allowed you to become a full-time content creator? Did you have that kind of aha moment where, like, this was for me? Ah,、uh, not necessarily. I guess I kind of fell into it. So, in at the end of 2018, I quit my job at Disney, and 
you know, very comfortable, very easy, but I wanted to do something else. It wasn't fulfilling. So I decided to uh, quit and travel for a year. And uh, Taiwan was my first stop. I was going to try living here for two months. After that two months, there's no better place in the world. I, I, I knew I wanted to be here. I canceled all my other trips. Like, I'm going to stay in Taiwan and I'm going to build something. So I tried, uh, you know, some passive income streams. I tried starting my own Amazon business, my website, my blog. All very unsuccessful when compared to YouTube. And that's when I started making uh, more YouTube videos. I made something uh, in the crypto space that got a lot of attention. So I found out people are interested in this. People want to learn. And the content available at the moment wasn't that great. So it's just uh, being able to teach people well where they can make their own opinions. They can use all the tools available to them so they can make the best decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just love that. And you fell into it naturally, that true organic understanding of yourself. And mm -hmm. I think that's so, so cool. Could you give maybe a little advice to someone who would want to start their own channel? Maybe it could be about anything, but what, what helped you find your niche in the, the YouTube space? I think it's because I actually have a passion for cryptocurrency. I've been involved in the space since 2017. I've been following YouTubers uh, at that time who shilled projects that went down 100% in value. So that hurt me financially, and I don't want people to fall for the same thing. So I want them to learn about projects that are high quality and low quality so they can... Uh, best navigate through the crypto space without having to go through the same problems I did. Mm, yeah, great word right there, shill, which is very popular right now in the crypto community space. And you see a lot of YouTube content creators shilling projects, meaning they have got in potentially at an early price. They're selling it to you, right? They're marketing it to you, but they don't really know the back end. And if it goes up, they could dump it. Yes, and this is very common for low-quality projects. They have big marketing budgets, and it's not just on YouTube. It's also in all the news sites. Mm -hmm. A lot of the news sites, you know, um, they take paid um, promotion. So even though they don't say that they're paid for it, uh, they're paid for it. Ooh, very, very important right there. Yeah. yeah, understanding that media can be bought out, and that's why we need to be able to D-Y-O-R, yes. do your own research. If you see a news article, if you hear someone talking about it, you need to go fact check stuff. You need to be able to find multiple sources that say the same exact thing. Yeah. So if you see on a potential new project that they have a lot of news related sites like publications, it doesn't really matter. You really have to look mm. at the investors. The quality investors are the biggest sign to identify a quality project. I've seen coins posted on the BBC network, on Business Insider, on Forbes. Like, people can be bought. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Take that with a grain of salt, everyone. People can be bought. It's not new. It's just we are becoming more aware of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, great, great advice there. Do you mind, Dan, if we switch gears a little bit kind of sure. to the story of your life? You gave us a nice little introduction to how you arrived in Taiwan and how mm -hmm. you figured out that you wanted to stay here. But yeah, can you share a little bit about yeah your upbringing and, and now what is your life in Taiwan? Okay, so I grew up in Los Angeles and, you know, it was just a very humble life. Uh, there was a small family. We were living in like one room for a very long time, like with um, some other family. And, you know, it, that's just kind of like how we did things. It was a struggle, not things. Uh, we didn't have like uh, name brand things. Things lasted a long time. And I'm still like that. I'm very cheap. Like, you know, I'll keep reusing 
using something until I have to. And the great thing about that is it keeps my average cost very low. Like last year, I spent 15,000 US dollars. In a whole year. In the whole year. it was. I was living out in Tanshui, you know, low cost. I just need rent, food. That's it. That's incredible. That's a, that's very, yeah. So I see you full value, Dan, has, has really sticks. Yeah. You know, you could live a humble life or, you know, you could just keep working hard and trying to impress other people by spending more money. That That's not me. I became comfortable with uh, how I live. And I think that's the most important thing that people can learn. Um, and at an early age, I guess in the uh, in my early 20s, I learned about credit cards and finance, and this was all on a plane. While I was on a plane from uh, Peru, Lima, Peru, back to Los Angeles, there was this crying baby, and then I was sitting in a row with like two strangers, and then all at the same time, we ordered a beer just because the, the baby was stressing us out, and then, uh, you know, that beer got us talking to each other. This guy was a, a travel hacker. He taught me about credit cards, taking advantage of uh, promotions, frequent flyer miles, hotel points, and how to gain a lot of uh, value from using these tactics. So that was my journey in my early 20s. And with that, that led me into traveling more around the world by taking uh, advantage of these deals. At the time, that Lima trip, that was my second trip I've ever done in my life. Oh, so. Wow. So it was really life-changing that uh, just that one conversation and taking a risk of learning something new, that led me into traveling to 60 other countries where, you know, I can kind of compare them, what the quality of life is. And that's how I came to the conclusion, Taiwan is for me. Taiwan, number one, mm -hmm. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yes. And that's great. Yeah, because you actually were pulling from many countries you've been to. You realized that Taiwan has a lot in terms of comfort, convenience, all the buzzwords we hear about Taiwan. Safety. Safety. Safety is huge, especially being from LA, mm -hmm. California. We're, yeah, safety is, is something very hard to to deal with. <laughs> and value. Like, I've been stopped at um, 7-Eleven many times where they said, oh, this is like on special, two for one. Go, go get another one. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. the, even though the business would probably uh, not be as profitable, they still want you to get the, the best out of it. Yeah, true. That that community vibe right there. Mm -hmm. A lot of people at 7-Eleven will say, hey, it's two for one. Go grab another one. Yeah. Or maybe in the States, they wouldn't, you know. They, they, they don't care about they you. They don't care. Yeah. That's very, very cool. So you're in Taiwan now for a few years. Mm -hmm. You're living in, in Taipei. And what's been your exposure now to Chinese, the language? Well, I tried taking Chinese three times. I failed three times. Oh, no, really? <laughs> failed? What do you mean? No, I don't believe you failed. Well, I stopped showing up. It, was, it got <laughs> difficult. I got stressed. I was like, stress isn't for me. I was like, I, I don't need to live a stressful life. I was like, let me let me get back on Duolingo. I, I also kind of dropped out of Duolingo. <laughs> yeah, so in your kind of day-to-day, -day, though, did you feel you were comfortable enough using Chinese at 7-Eleven, for example? Yeah, I kind of just keep saying no whenever they ask something. So I was like, I, I could get around enough. I can use Google Translate. I can use Uber Eats. The struggle isn't painful enough for me to uh, learn Chinese. Mm -hmm. And I do depend on my wife a lot if we go to a more uh, local restaurant. Yes, yes. Your wife being Taiwanese. So another yes. big incentive to kind of find yourself staying here now for yeah. multiple years. Yeah, I do want to learn the language, but I think it's just uh, learning at my own pace and finding a schedule that works for me. Um, you know, maybe 2022 is my year. You never know. <laughs> and I think it, it segues a little bit nicely into the fact that, you know, there is content out there right now if you do want to learn more about cryptocurrency in Mandarin, right? And so... Finding that content for whatever language you really want to learn, 
you know, I've said it time and time again, you know, if you have an interest in something already, go find it in that language and it might be a, a more enjoyable process to be learning. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Dan. Yeah. So living in Taiwan now for a few years, working on the language side of things, but can you give us any any value adds to Taiwan? Taiwan, incredibly safe, incredibly honest people. One time I was in Taichung, I was in the art park, I dropped my wallet and I did not know I dropped my wallet there. I got back to the hotel, couldn't find my wallet and then had to think like, okay, where is it? So my wife, Taiwanese, told me to start calling around, check the hotel, uh, call their front desk. Maybe I dropped it in the lobby. Since we were at the art park, she called them to see, hey, did you guys find a wallet? And they did. And then we got back to the Taiwan art park. We went to their information desk. They had my wallet. And then they were telling my wife that they tried calling the number on the ID. It was actually a, a student ID for one of the language schools. I kind of dropped out of it, so they weren't going to track me down. <laughs> but it was really nice that they found a wallet. All the money was there, and they did the best they could to try and get in contact with me. Mm, yeah, that is – we can't state that enough because both of us being from California, if we dropped our wallet in California – Never again. Gone. 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 I've also I left my wallet in a taxi and the taxi driver tried his best to come like like find drive back into the town I was in. And where he dropped me off, he came up and knocked on on like all the doors. Wow. And I was just like blown away. Amazing. I was like, take all that money that in this wallet because yeah. you deserve it. <laughs> yeah. That that honesty and that effort. Yeah, the honesty, the effort. Shout out to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess we're preaching to the choir being on a, a Taiwanese show, but you know, yeah. <laughs> it can't be understated. So shout True. out to everyone in Taiwan. Love it. Awesome, Dan. Well, thank you for joining us out of your hectic schedule with content creation and sharing a bit about your journey with YouTube and, and Taiwan. The last question I'd love to end NG England with is if you could go back and talk to a younger Dan, would there be any advice you give yourself about financial responsibility? Buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Buy Bitcoin. You heard it here. Yes. Full value, Dan. The man, the myth, the legend. Buy Bitcoin. And if you don't know at this point the value add of Bitcoin, you got to do what? D-Y-O-R. Do your own research, not financial advice. I feel like this just became a crypto channel now. Oh, we can dabble. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Buy Bitcoin, and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Thanks for having me. 节目下半段这里呢，我们听到的是来宾他当初会开始做影片的原因。原来是他在二零一八年的时候离开原来在迪士尼的工作，想说呢，给自己来个解放，来旅游一下。结果旅游第一站来台湾之后，就不小心太喜欢这里，就住下来了。好，那住下来之后，当然就是要开始想办法工作赚钱嘛，对不对？他那时候就想说，哎，可以试试看被动收入，所以就尝试各种网络上的工作，像架网站、弄部落格啊，好，或是在亚马逊上面开店卖东西等等，做各种尝试。但不管是哪一种，都没有他在 YouTube 上面做影片来的成功。那加上他本身就对货币投资很有兴趣，也曾经因为听信网络某频道的建议，结果大赔，所以希望可以透过他的影片，好来跟大家分享他的经验和对加密货币的了解，以避免更多人走上他的后尘。但说来说去，主要还是就是真的自己要做功课，要 D Y O R， 哈，要要 Do your own research。这个这个用法呢，在加密世界里也是真的很常出现。大家可以先在这边先熟悉一下它的用法
好，那除了要做功课以外，在读文章、读相关资讯的同时呢，我们也要适时的保持着一个怀疑的态度，好去进一步做讯息查证。因为现在真的有太多作假的，甚至有的新闻媒体啊，也也会被收买。所以大家好，来宾真心建议，最好的办法呢，就是自己做功课，加入社群，好。学着呢，去分辨 NFT 作品品质，去看人家投资人有哪些是不是值得信赖的，而不是一昧去听人家说买什么就买什么。这边几个字我们听一下，刚刚说的这个讯息查证啊，真的是这几年在网络上接收新资讯的时候很重要的一个动作，好对不对？要确认到底讲的是真的是假的嘛？好，它的英文说法我们可以用 fact check fact check 来表示。Fact 就是事实嘛，那 check 就是去查证。那被收买，除了我们一般知道的这个 bribe 贿赂以外，也可以用刚才他们提到的这个 be bought out。好，被买断、被收买这样子。另外这句 take that with a grain of salt 也是一句很道地、很实用的片语，它有对事情采取怀疑态度的意思。好，我们活在网络资讯眼花缭乱的时代，真的得到的资讯不能全盘接收，要留点怀疑的空间，保护自己。接下来，我们这位来自加州洛杉矶的来宾分享到，他的成长过程其实过得非常节俭，没有用过任何一个名牌，到现在长大了还是一样节俭到不行，东西呢都是一直用到不能再用才换。后来某天在飞机上跟一位是旅游达人的乘客在聊天啊，就跟他学到说，哎，其实可以透过信用卡公司的各种优惠和点数来理财，也才让他能够有办法以最划算的方式到六十几个国家旅游，进而呢在集结多国旅游经验之后分析利弊，决定台湾是最好的地方。好到有一次在台湾某艺术公园掉钱包，还能够一毛不捡，原封不动的被送到柜台物归原主，让他真心觉得台湾是一个好地方。好，这段有个很道地的用法来跟大家介绍一下，便宜这个概念一出来啊，相信你们脑袋马上联想到相对的英文都是 cheap， 哈，对不对？应该是吧，对，是没错。但其实，如果用来形容人的话，也可以用来表示某人很抠、很小气。好，那如果是像来宾这样子说自己很 cheap， 那就变成带有一种自我解嘲的意味在，在表达你很节俭的意思。好啦，希望大家都有从这一次的内容学到一些东西。如果真的有兴趣，像来宾说的去买比特币的话呢？真的务必要 D Y O R， 要先好好做功课再下手哦。All right, bye everyone. Bye, peace. All right, well that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。
好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。